smile on your face. Um, in case y'all didn't know, I haven't always been saved. I haven't always been sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost. I came from street life too. Amen. And the Lord had to snatch me. I said he had to snatch me. I said the Lord had to snatch me. That meant he loved me. And uh, I'm so glad because if he hadn't, I'd be dead a long time ago. Amen. And so I'm excited to share my heart today because God loves every one of you. Every one of you is valuable to the Lord. Say, I'm valuable to the Lord. Whether anybody else understands that or not. You got to understand, you got to grow in this thing. You got to grow in your relationship with the Lord. So I've been growing for some years. I ain't going to tell you how young I am, but I've been growing for some years. And um, today I want to uh, increase your capacity to believe and receive. Again, the message is going to be called living in Christ, meaning that when you confess the Lord with your mouth and believe on him in your heart, he comes to live in you. I got news for you, but what, what nobody tells you is that you got to grow in this thing. Um, example. The other day, I spent some time in prayer. Any of y'all pray, pray? Spent some time in prayer, talking to the Lord. Thought I, everything was going to work out. Everything was working out good. I spent an hour in prayer. I bound the enemy and loose things and commanded stuff to happen. Then I got happy and went to the mall. Y'all ever go to the mall to do some shopping or to do some looking? Pretending like you're shopping. And when I got to the mall, um, we went in there and, and um, talking about, uh, was it South Point? No. Yeah, South Point. At the mall to do some walking. And I had my water. I had, to, had my evening walk and I was, I was going to do some walking. So I get in there and then we happened to get into a place where we saw something that looked viable. <laughs> And when we saw it, it said, oh, it's, it's viable, <laughs> purchasable. So we ended, ended up purchasing an item, okay? And when you purchase items, there are certain um, things on the items that if you steal them, uh, an alarm goes off. Well, we got this item and paid for it and began to walk them all. Hallelujah, walking them all some more and having a good time. But at one end of the mall, there's no alarm system. But we went, did our lap, and we got to the other end of the, the mall, the alarm went off on the item that we purchased. The alarm went off. I said the alarm went off. Now, if you got any police in there, if they hear the alarm go off, they coming after you. And so we were blessed because I had been praying. No police came after us, but the alarm went off. So that meant we had to go back to the same place where we purchased the item. Got it? And then had I been street, I'd have had to say something to this person. How come you didn't take the tag off? In my old days, I would have went there. I would have said, listen. I walked around, you said you took it off, and give the person an attitude. 
But now because I'm saved and sanctified and full of the Holy Ghost, I had what you call compassion. Meaning, I didn't go off at the person because I remember when I went there the first time that they had this face, you know, this facial, that they had been there working for a long time. They were tired. So it wasn't that they, you know, they, they took off one and they thought that they had done their job. But there were two tags that um, the, one, the second one they didn't take off. Got it? So in my old days, I would have cussed them out, fussed them out. I would have had an attitude because I done walked around and I could have been locked up because they would have. And then what if you don't have the receipt for the item? They could have, I could have been, you know, and because of my ethnic color, all that would have been happening is say, well, you know, come on. But by grace am I saved. Through faith, not of works should any man boast. Now, I'm sharing this because I want you to understand. Just because you come to church, just because you pray, just because you do all the holy things, faith without corresponding actions, meaning work, is dead. And too many of us, you know, over time, we think we're so holy, we got it all together, I done prayed, how come stuff ain't working? Because you got to work your prayer. You got to work your prayer. There's some things that you got to change. And when you come from old school, old things don't like to pass away too fast. Old cuss don't like to pass away. No, no, don't. It, don't, it don't like to pass away. And so you got to learn how to, when it tries to come up, to shut it down. That's why they said put on the whole armor, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, loins girded about with truth, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel, sword of the spirit, above all the shield of faith, and quench the fiery darts of the wicked. I can quote it, but if I do, I have, do I live it? Quote it, live it. So some of you have come to church today, but I guarantee you, when you leave church, there's some realities you will face. And it don't mean that you're unsaved. It means that you're still growing. And see, folks, this is what the old timers never told us. They made it seem that, you know, you, if I go to church, everything's going to be fine. I got news for you. Everything ain't going to be fine. Because in this life, you shall have trials and tribulations. And everybody don't like tribulations. I don't like them. I don't like tribulations. But I'm learning. I got to deal with it. I, I thought once I, be, once I became a preacher, everybody would like me. I thought, man, I done graduated from school and I got my diploma and I would think everybody would like me. But I found out that ain't true. Some people can't stand the preacher. That's why I don't tell everybody what I do. <laughs> I'm teaching. But I had to learn that God is working all things together for my good. You with me? Are you ready for the message? You already got it. Here we go. Romans 8 and verse 1. Now remember what I said. Romans 8 and 1 says, There is therefore now 
no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Say, 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 I got to grow in that. Because I like flesh. I like flesh. I said I like flesh. Sometimes more than I like the spirit. Amen. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. It takes the spirit to help make you free. Today's message is entitled again, Living in Christ. Now that we're in the third month of 2018, in order to make sure we become faithful to our God-given mandate of my heart is for this house, we each must daily choose to become faithful by living in Christ as our daily consistent new normal. Now, that means that Galatians 2.20 and Acts 17.28 must become a daily consistent faith resting place too. Galatians 2, 2 and 20 says what? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Oh my God. Acts 17, 28 says, For in him, talking about God, we live and move and have our being. As certain also of our poets have said, for we also, we are also his offspring. So living in Christ means we daily choose to flow in amazing grace. Say grace is amazing. And love through the power of the Holy Spirit, leading us and guiding us like he did when Jesus was here in the flesh. Now, I want to give you one more. You won't find this on, on the text, on, on the screen, but it says, Colossians 2 and 6 says this. As you therefore have received Jesus Christ, the Lord, so walk in him. It's one thing to confess the Lord. But it's a whole other matter of learning to live in him. See, I had to learn as a preacher to crucify myself every day. If I'm crucified, I'm dead. Certain things don't bother me no more. One of the things, you can roll your eyes all day long. It don't bother me no more. You can cuss at me. It don't bother me no more. Because I'm crucified with Christ. What do you mean? If you dead, certain things don't bother you no more. And you got to learn to die daily in every matter. Some things are generational. And our generational stuff will come up all the time and aggravate us. But the Bible says forgetting those things that are behind. Every day is a new day. I want to make every day a masterpiece. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Make every day a masterpiece. Forget about yesterday. Live in your moments of today. Keep your joy today. Stop getting robbed of your joy 
every day. Because thou will, come on, keep you in perfect peace because your mind is stayed. Oh my God, come on, the battle's in the mind. I, I know you like TV, but some stuff you got to turn off. There's so much crazy stuff going on TV now. Every TV show is somebody dying, somebody killing somebody, somebody cussing somebody. And if you go, and then you try to go to sleep. All of a sudden you start seeing that. Oh my goodness. Whatever happened to some comedy? Clean comedy. Clean. Laughter. <laughs> That's real. It feels good to be able to ha <laughs> ha. And you got to learn how to do that by yourself. To yourself. Amen. Again, Colossians 2.6 says, As you therefore have received Christ Lord, the Lord, so walk in him. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you've been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Now, here's a teachable moment. Somehow, you've got to learn to give thanks in everything. In everything. I thank God for everything. It was raining outside when I came here. I thanked him for the rain. Because I know above the rain, the sun is shining. And I'm talking to myself. Now, here's what I'm going to... Some of you are too silent. You don't, you, you don't like to hear your voice. But I tell you, God even listens to the whisper. And God knows your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What are you speaking about your life? 2018, say, say 2018, 2018 is a year of increase. And I'm expecting it every day. I'm expecting surprises of increase every day. Hallelujah. For all of you uh, uh, adults that are getting younger, did y'all see that Facebook? That lady was 91 years old, doctor, and she's still, uh, she ain't retired. She's a doctor in medicine, 91 years young, and she, and she still keep going. And some of us, we ain't even 90. We ain't even nine, and we want to quit. She's 91. And, and when you hear on it, she don't even sound like she's 91. She sounds young. That's real, folks. That's real. Say I'm, say, I'm getting younger. Stop saying I'm getting old. I'm getting younger. Hallelujah. I'm calling things that be not as though they are until they are. When the doctor say you're going to die, no, doctor, I ain't, I ain't ready to leave yet. I'm going to live till I'm satisfied. Hallelujah. All right. Now let me press on. So last week, again, I shared how Jesus connected to people with supernatural gentleness. Hallelujah. Let me go to Matthew 8 and 14. Matthew 8 and 14. Let me build my case. Now this is so precious. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. Got it? He touched her. He touched her hand and the fever left her. Now, give me eye contact. Every one of you sitting here has a special gift. And every time you go in certain situations, you change it just by your presence. You are, 
You don't know who you touch by just showing up. Jesus went into Peter's house and saw this situation and just touched. And guess what? The fever left. I got news for you. The reason somebody wants you around all the time is because they know that you got the touch. Look at your neighbor and say, talking to you. You got the touch. When you show up, the anointing blesses somebody. That's real, folks. That's real, folks. That's why in some of your family lives, everybody always calls you. They're always calling you because you got the touch. They always got to call me they, because they know you got the touch. You got the anointed touch that makes the difference. Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Ha. Huh. And he touched her hand and the fever left her and she arose and ministered unto them. Got it? He just walked into the situation, saw the situation and touched it and made a difference. Say, God, me too. Hallelujah. Now, this week, so, so here in Matthew 8, 14, we have a keen example of Jesus flowing in supernatural gentleness. But this week, I want us to focus on living in Christ via supernatural compassion. Supernatural. Now, compassion means deep awareness of the suffering of another coupled with the wish to relieve it. Now, here's where many of us who are born again uh, have to grow in some, some strength because many, most of you in here are givers. Say, I'm a giver. But you got to know when to give and when not to give. Sometimes we give and we get worn out from giving. <coughs> and that's the enemy's trick. You got to know the time and the season when to give. And every time and every season ain't the season to give. Even when they need it. Hey, you got to know, you got to discern when it's the time. What do you mean, Pastor? Matthew 9, 27. Matthew 9 and 27. Here we go. When Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said unto them, Believe you that I am able to do this? They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, meaning according to your believing, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus strictly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. But they, when, but they, when they had departed, spread abroad his fame in all the country. And I've been coaching you and telling you that there are times and seasons when God does certain things for you that you ain't supposed to tell nobody. But you're supposed to rehearse it with him. You're supposed to rehearse it with him. So when the devil comes at you, you can say, devil, the Lord did this for me. He did this for me. And if he did this, he's going to do that for me. Because he's working all things together for my good. Say, God, I'm understanding. All right. Folks, here we learn also for supernatural compassion to truly work. 
Faith believing and receiving must also be a reaction in the faith process. It's one thing to say you believe. It's a whole other thing to work like you believe. Amen? Likewise, as we grow in grace and the knowledge living in Christ will also require, get this, our compassion to be connected to the faith believing and faith receiving others we are trying to help. Now, I want to expand your capacity right now. Now, how many of you read this passage? Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. To everything, there's a season. To everything, there's a time. But don't forget this. A time to every purpose under the heaven. Today, for example, we stepped into a new season that required each of us to lose an hour of sleep by springing forward. And according to this text, the time lost has a real purpose under the heaven. One of the purposes is that we are each are here earlier than we were here last week. Look at your neighbor and say, don't roll your eyes. I had to get up too. Now let's be clear. Not everyone enjoys the season time change. I don't know about you. That bed felt mighty good this morning. And, and I had to fight to get myself out. I had to fight. I had to press my way. Because the season change. Change. It changed. I done lost an hour of sleep. And some of you done lost an hour of sleep. And your body is telling you, you need to get some more rest. You need some more sleep. You missed an hour. Are you getting this? Nevertheless, it still is a reality, reality across this nation. We spring forward, and then there comes another season when we do what? Fall back. Time and season. Got it? Likewise in life, as we grow and mature, we too have to learn to adjust to real life times and seasons that require us to change and shift the way we function. Wow. 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 Now, let me, let me, let me go, 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 go with this for a minute. I like cheesecake. I love cheesecake. But I've gotten a time and season, I can't just be eating cheesecake. I, I just can't eat cheesecake. And when I get up in the morning, I better have me some breakfast. And when I get up in the morning, I better drink me some water. Time and season. Used to be a time I'd get up and, boy, I won't eat till about noontime, afternoon, all of that. But I done got to another season now where I got to make the change. Hallelujah. And every one of you sitting here going to have some seasons when you're going to make some changes. Because if you don't make them changes, yeah, you ain't going to be as happy as you are right now. <laughs> all right. Now, here's the key. Sometimes it's okay. And flowing in the living in Christ flow requires supernatural compassion. Will require each of us to adjust to the times and seasons we connect with people that cross our path daily. Sometimes it's their receiving season. Sometimes it's their rejecting season. Now let me give you an example. Matthew 19 and 16. Here we go, God. Thank you. Matthew 19, 16. And behold, one came and said unto him, talking about Jesus, Good master, 
what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? This is a young person. And he said to him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He said unto him, which? Jesus said, thou shalt not do murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt have that thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And the young man said unto him, all these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? Jesus said unto him, okay, if thou will be perfect, meaning mature, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Folks, here we have a keen example of how when we each choose to live in Christ, there will be times and seasons we connect with people who, like this young man, leave us sorrowful because the good that we do or share causes a negative reaction instead of a positive one because of the time and seasons they are living in. Now, this is really a growth place. You got to understand, I don't care how many people we try to restore, how many people we try to help. If it ain't the season, they ain't going to receive it. We can be right as we can be. And then because we have the heart of God, it hurts us. It hurts us when we try to help somebody and they won't receive it. But you got to learn how to let that hurt heart go, that hurt go, and cast the care upon the Lord because it ain't time. And, and stay in faith. And instead of cussing at them, fussing at them, pray for them. Because the prayers of the righteous avail much. Now, what I, I, I discovered that after this situation, you don't hear Jesus talk about this young man anymore. But I know it bothered him that he didn't follow. And when that is the case, we each must learn to let the Holy Spirit help us move on to those who will make the necessary life changes in a positive way instead of a negative way. Too many of you hang with negatives. Too many of you hang with negatives. Now, don't, roll, don't throw nothing at me. But sometimes it's your family. And you got to know how to love your family and not let the negatives bother you. Pray for them because the prayers of the righteous avail much. And eventually, at the right time, at the right time, they will change. Y'all you, know I told you, you know, when I was growing up, my dad wasn't always saved. He was not always saved. He was not always saved. He was not always saved. And I would tell him about the Lord and all that, and he would look at me like I was crazy. But there came a time in his life where God met him. He heard my prayer. Now my dad is saved. He's 93, going to be 93, 93, 93, saved. Hallelujah. And when I talk to him, saying, boy, don't worry about me. You, you take care of you. I got the Hey, Are you understanding? That's my family. That's my dad. He's he my father. And I'm honoring him, but he wouldn't receive Christ. He wouldn't receive until there was time. And when, I, when it was his time, it was, hey, how you doing, dad? I'm saved. How you doing? I'm, I'm fine. Don't worry about me, boy. Hallelujah. That took years, folks. It took years for that to happen. I said years. 
Not days, not weeks, but years. So you can't tell me God don't hear my cry. He hears the cry. He saw my tears. I cried for my dad. I cried. God, you got to come. He got to come on. Come on. Come on. But now he's saved. But I understand the time and I understand the season. Some of y'all ain't smiling. Hallelujah. The Lord's talking about you. Compassion. All right. All right. Here we go. And that's what it means to grow in the grace and knowledge of Christ Jesus. I'm on my way. In other words, if Jesus had moments like this, so will we. When you try to help somebody and you're right and they don't receive it, it just ain't time. You got to move on. And if Jesus maintained his supernatural compassion, so can we. What did Jesus do daily to do when those things happened? He cast the care and kept moving forward to fulfill his own life assignment. Say, I have a life assignment. And I can't get stuck in the past. I got to keep moving forward. Hallelujah. That mean, that meant he prayed for those who may have rejected his help, that none would perish, but would later grow and choose the right path leading to eternal life. Now, I'm, I'm, I want to be honest, folks. You know, when it's your family, it, you know, the devil will wear you out and make you think, God, my, I, don't even know the, I don't need to go to church because I done prayed, I done done all that right stuff and all that and all that, but it ain't time. Your prayers will avail much. At the right time, God will, they will have a Damascus Road experience and snatch them and save them. And they may never tell you that they got saved. But God did. Remember on the cross, uh, Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. We got family members that, you know, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. God, I, but have mercy on them. Have grace on them. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I, I read somewhere. Goodness and mercy does what? Follows us sometimes. Say like all the days of my life. Say goodness and mercy. Keep following me. Follow my family. Family, my family. Hallelujah. See, I'm learning to live in Christ. That way. He was able to guard his heart. He cast a care from being wounded so he could stay strong in faith, compassion, believing and receiving daily. Finally, let's go to Luke 22. Luke 22. In verse 31. Here's a wonderful passage. And the Lord says, Simon, Simon, talking about Peter. Behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, meaning when you mature, strengthen the brethren. He said, Lord, I'm ready to go with thee, both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before thou shalt de thrice deny that thou knowest me. Now, here's one of the things that we're in the time and season. When you've done everything for everybody, and when, when they get to the season where they don't know you no more, Jesus knows you. I don't know how many people I've helped in these 25 years, and they got amnesia. 
But I know Jesus. Y'all ain't helping me now. And, 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 and I can see him in love on him. Amen. With compassion. The way Jesus did. Because I had my stupid moment too. Oh yeah. Okay. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before thou shalt deny, thrice deny that thou knowest me. Folks, here we have one of the best examples of living in Christ with supernatural compassion. Jesus, with the help of the Holy Spirit, was able to discern the time and the season Peter was walking in. Now, here's what I want you to understand. I kind of, everybody look at me. When you have God in you, there are moments he will speak to you about situations. Don't pretend like you ain't heard what he said. And when he tells you something, believe it. You got to grow in that. Jesus knew he was going to mess. He knew Peter was going to mess up. You know some people that you roll with, they're going to mess up. You know it. The Holy Ghost told you all ahead of time. You already know they're going to mess up. But where's your compassion? Where's your compassion? Jesus, with the help of the Holy Spirit, was able to discern the time and season Peter was walking in. Now, what I, what I'm, what I want to be honest with you, every time I connect with a person, I say, "Now, Holy Ghost, what season are they in?" Oh, y'all missed that. Holy Ghost, what season are they in? Is this their receiving season? Then I can share. If it's their rejecting season, I say, "Love you. See you next time, and keep it moving." I didn't always know that. So in the beginning, I would get hurt. I'm trying to help this. I'm trying to help this one. I'm trying to help this one and get worn out, torn up. But then the Lord had to teach me. No, it ain't the sign. It ain't the season. But they will. Hallelujah. Jesus, with the help of the Holy Spirit, was able to discern the time and the season Peter was walking in. That way, he was able to help coach and mentor him to his future greatness flow. Luke twenty two fifty four. here we go. Then took he, then took they him, talking about Jesus, and led him and brought him to the high priest's uh, house. And Peter followed afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him and said that, earnestly looked him and said, uh, this man, talking about Peter, was also with him. And he, him, said, woman, I know not him. I know him not. Peter, you, you fell down in water. Jesus saved you. He fed 5,000, 7,000. You were there and you don't know him. Luke twenty-two fifty-nine. 59. About the space of one hour after another confident affirmed saying of truth, this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. And Peter said, man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately while he yet spake, the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked Peter, looked upon Peter. Now, eye contact. There will be times and seasons you're going to look on people that rejected you. You're going to look on them. And you go, but, but the Christ in you has to rise up so you can have compassion because they're in that stupid season. They're in that rejected season. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord 
and how he said unto him, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. Oh my God. He had that moment when he realized, you know what? Jesus was right. Folks, what was it like for Jesus in the moment of having someone daily connected with him, denying him? I've been here, I've been here 25 years. And I see people and they still deny me. <laughs> they, they, they get at me. Who, 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 is, is that pastor? Oh, deny. But when you flow with compassion, oh, say, Lord, okay, I understand. They're still in their rejecting season. Praise the Lord. Lord, have mercy on them. Forgive them and keep it moving. And keep peace. Peace. No frustration. Peace. Joy. Hallelujah, because there's a harvest on that. I said there's a harvest on that. If you seed time, and there's a harvest that comes from doing good. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, this person don't like you, he'll bring five or six other people that will like you. Hey, hallelujah. Finally, Mark 16 and 6. It took supernatural compassion to not let his heart be troubled and not be afraid. Now Mark 16 and 6 says this. And he said unto them, be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go thy way, tell his disciples and Peter the one that denied him, that he go before you into Galilee. There shall you see him as he said unto you. Oh my God. His disciples, they denied the Lord. They, they got missing. And now Peter, now he's resurrected. And he said, now, all right, get all my homeboys, but also go get Peter. But Peter denied him. Folks, this was written for our example of how Jesus desires for each of us to stay in faith regardless of life tests and trials because he knows us just like he knows Peter. See, the one wonderful thing about being saved, God already knows my stupid moments. He already knows my, he, he, he knows my moments. He knows and he loves me in that. Hey, 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 say, say God loves me even in my stupid moments, especially in my stupid moments. Hallelujah. What do you mean, Pastor? In him we live and move and have our being. He knows our downsettings and our uprising. Because we were born again, we became part of his faith family, assigned to bring glory and honor to God here in the earth realm. So today, I come to encourage each of you to daily keep your heart for this house of Eagle Summit and become willing to serve, willing to love, willing to touch the hearts of other and bring them into permanent relationship with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and in order to do that let the supernatural compassion of Christ flow freely out of you to others in your pathway in Jesus name say I'm living in Christ hallelujah now let me pray father in Jesus name I thank you that this word will not return void but it will accomplish that to which is being sent. 
And Holy Spirit, may you increase our capacity to have compassion everywhere we go, just like you did with Jesus. And Lord, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice, that God, they leave knowing that you love them no matter what they're walking through. And you got the victory that they will have manifesting. Say victory, victory. come forth, come forth. In, every in every area of my life. Of my life. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord.